Good evening, friends, and welcome back to Live Reality Games, the network of creators making our favorite shows into our reality. I'm your host, Kirk, and today we are here to talk everything that just went down in Survivor 41's Episode 8. And like always, this is going to be full of spoilers, so if you haven't watched it, head over, watch the episode however you can. But first, support our podcasters by hitting that subscribe button, like button, notification bell. And nowadays, today is our first day, if I'm correct, we're also on Twitter and maybe even Twitch. So we're, I, I don't know, we're everywhere. So yay to us. With us this week for the takeover is one of the longest running continuous live reality games, survivor live reality games of them all. In my opinion, it's one of the toughest out there to not only play, but to especially win. We are here with representatives from Surviving Real Foot. First off, I got to start with a man I know personally from a different Survivor adventure called Survivor Poo a Pirate Booty Camp. We just talked about <laughs> it a few weeks ago. And the man, the myth, the legend, and one of the... I, tell me more about your role with Surviving Real Foot, Pete, but welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for asking me. So, well, Real Foot kind of went in a little bit different direction last year. We took a little bit more of a legal turn, and and uh, Parker and Amos and I are the three co-owners of that now, and we developed a LLC. Uh, we have an attorney on staff that works with us. We... Uh, uh, we have to do our taxes. We have to file taxes every year. Uh, it just took a legal turn because the game's gotten so big. And in the world we live in, we just needed that extra that extra step to make it a, a true business. So we are a gaming adventure business. That's, that's so cool and really strikes home to my heart personally, Pete. And I know you know that about me as well. I'm so happy to see that. And the, I'm always a fan. I watch every single season um, online and on Facebook Live. I'm the idiot in the comments screaming at the players. And <laughs> I, I love every moment. And I'm so proud of the last season I watched because you really had an army of volunteers that rivaled the biggest and best events out there. It's just top notch. And I'm personally only sad because the game always happens during the last week of school at my particular high school. So unless I happen to need a procedure that week, I don't think I'm ever going to personally be there, but I will always be there virtually with you guys. So thanks Thank for, for coming on. Um, with us as well is the newest member of our podcast team, Parker. Welcome, buddy. Hey, hey, Kirk, how you doing? What a great introduction. <laughs> it, was, it was a pretty quick one, buddy. But um, Parker, <laughs> you've tell me about how long you've been involved with uh, Surviving Real Foot. Yeah, so Surviving Real Foot, I originally played in its third season back in 2016. I was 16 at the time. I was just a child, didn't know what was going on. And here we are some five, six years later and i'm still fortunate to be a part of it like pete said uh last year him amos and i formed the surviving real foot llc don't know how i got picked out of all of the great real foot alumni but i got picked super happy to be a part of it i love putting on real foot i love getting to meet the people 
and so that's basically what I do now. I, I don't know how I'm still part of it, but I am, and I'm really happy about it. That's that's so cool to hear, and I love it when when uh, contestants become alumni and then look at you, your business, your part owner as well now. Right. <laughs> uh, I guess you won the game <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I mean, I would have rather had the title, but <laughs> yeah, right. I won in different ways. Pete has, in all seriousness, Pete has a great quote where he says, "You don't have to wear the crown to be the winner," and I that I mm. I that holds true to me as well. I, I do Kirk, feel like a winner. Yeah. Kirk's heard that before. I just, <laughs> and I believe it. I, I just thing. heard it last night. Now, you, you've heard me <laughs> say that before. You didn't I, pay attention to oh, me. I, no, Pete absolutely said this to me in person as well. And I was, I can tell you, I was in a hammock and he was sitting on the edge of a picnic table right next to me. Like I literally can remember the experience of it. But um, the thing... Uh, uh, well, first off, we have another guest here. Let's get right to this. Somebody I've known of particularly for ages because my partner played in an online reality game called I Survivor. Some of you will know Sandy, the host, mm -hmm. who played his first live game just recently, Mayhem Manor, and absolutely had a ball. Tamika, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so um i don't know if you saw last night's episode but i got to speak with your homeboy jack atkins from big brother big brother columbus you and you and him went pretty deep in the game and um i let we gotta we gotta hit the elephant in the room right now because tymika you're pretty famous for a pretty a pretty infamous event at real foot yeah. <laughs> so you're all you're all recovered now, right? All good. Um, I'm still recovering. Yeah. <laughs> it's still, you know, it's slow process, but uh -huh. it's fully it's it, it's good. Um, I can walk. <laughs> um, and it was just an experience of my life. I'm sad that it ended like that. Um, I wish I could have just done something a little bit different. <laughs> You know how they go. The I, I, hate, <laughs> I hate balance beams. I'm terrified of them. I hate, I, I'm afraid of heights, any heights, like, and I'm six foot six. Um, right. That's but, what I get for thinking that I can outrun the person that was, that I was competing against. <laughs> you know, um, from this summer, Jack has scars from being bit by hornets. He was on a hornet's nest and they, they mud hornets, I think they're called. I don't I, they they oh, wow. viciously attacked him, and he said he has scars on his body still from that attack. Um, so, anyways, as we talk about our traumas from this experience, we're here to talk about the Survivor Forty One contestants who probably are a little bit crazy from this crazy round that they just went through. Um, this episode is called Betrayedar, and there's definitely some betrayals happening here, Pete. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm what do you pete what do you think so far of the season what are your thoughts well you know i go up and down with this season but i'm a i'm a true survivor fan and i like that every season's a little bit different i don't want them to all be repeats of previous seasons and there are some mm -hmm. people upset over this season for various reasons and when they talk to me about it i say guys it's survivor just watch it and enjoy it. And, and there's always something different. I like some of the different twists. There's some things that I don't, I wouldn't like 
wouldn't like for it to happen to me and i'm not crazy about it happening to some of them but for me it's just survivor and i'm, I'm i look forward to every wednesday for me at seven o'clock and it's a ritual and get out of my way because i've got to be i got to be there <laughs> If I haven't already had dinner by the time Survivor starts, I, I'm in a bad mood. Like, I, I just want to be all in, just sitting there with a, either a snack or my drink or whatever. My, my, just my favorite, favorite mm -hmm. people to be with, my family. Mm -hmm. Um, and I sit here and I take notes for these podcasts. And I, right, I, I it was, I feel the same way. I love Survivor. I'm here for it every single week. There's probably nothing they can do to, to get me away from this episode. Oh. Even if they, they could do the craziest things. And you right. know, there's a lot of twists in this season, um, Parker, but Real Foot is known for a lot of creative and, and sometimes very original twists as well. Yeah, uh, and I appreciate you saying that. Thank you for the compliment. Kind of like Pete said, I mean, if every season was the exact same every single time cookie cutter template, then it would get boring. I, I think a lot of people would agree with that. But uh, like you said, Kirk, there are a lot of twists. And um, being, being somebody that helps put on a game, Kirk, you help put on a game. When you, op when you do all these twists, you have to be open to the fact that some of them aren't going to work or even be received that well. That's just part of the, being a creative, the, the creative process. So, you know, Survivor opens themselves up to criticism when they try out new things of an established format that people really care about. I think some of the criticism online is a bit harsh. I think, you know, it could, I think it definitely could be conveyed by some people in a more constructive format, but it's, it's hard to say that some of the criticism isn't fair. Tamika, who are you root rooting for this season? Mm. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> I love my girl, Shein. I got to give her her props, her flowers. Um, I love how she's just strategizing, getting everybody like she's two steps ahead. And sometimes you have to be two steps ahead, but you have to at least kind of sit back a little bit and let it just falls to you. And what I see she's doing is like today, like in an episode today, she was just like on and in the people that was around her now is seeing her as a big threat. And I'm like, just, just quiet down, just, just, just let it be, just please, just mm -hmm. let it go, <laughs> let it go. <laughs> and cause I want her to go so far. Um, I'm liking mostly everybody. Everybody has their own um, story. I'm liking everybody so far. I'm liking this season so far. Yeah, we have a little, a lot of advantages and stuff. Um, I mean, that's Survivor. I, I think when we get opinions from online reality game players, we, um, a lot of online gamers are used to Survivor games with tons of advantages. Tons I mean, of, um, mm -hmm. So it's it's not as hard for them to strategize. Right. Um, they're, we're used to taking notes. <laughs> I know on the island you can't take notes, but um, we're, we're used to that. So to an extent, it's like, oh no, we've seen this, we've seen worse. I mean, honestly, mm -hmm. my favorite season of Real Foot 
was partially because of the twist, but also because of the cast. I mean, it really always comes down to the cast, but sometimes cast, a great twist yeah. with a great cast. And a great it would be William Yelton's um, season where uh, Alex Wagner won, and I think Nessa was third, right? Um, every player had an extra vote, if I remember this correctly. And oh mm -hmm. my God, the gameplay of these players. Wait, like you're starting with like what? Let's say, let's say it was 20 people, but essentially there's 40 votes in this game. <laughs> when do you decide to use it? And we saw, I think, Anessa and William Yelton run circles around some of these players at some of the junctures that I was just like, and when you watch it live, friends, it's you see everything so those conversations you want to see on survivor 41 that they don't show us because it's the it's the perfectly edited Perfect. episode mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we got to see it all the the good the bad the good moves the bad moves so everybody comes across as really holistic it was riveting season p i loved it great so but so bring it bring it this summer i want i want some I want oh, some. We got some tricks up our sleeves. I definitely, I definitely will be watching. We got some tricks <laughs> up our sleeves. Okay, we, we, we're working on some tricks for you. So this episode um, starts with the sh with the aftermath of the biggest blindside in with the advantage. Uh, people are online are calling it the knowledge is sour power. <laughs> and I completely agree. Um, there was, a, a, it's it's just crazy. It looks like the Yasa three were together, and then uh, they voted together, and then they come back to camp, and they're like, "Nope, we're nope. we're we're working on our own." What did you guys think of the aftermath? I thought it was wow. I'm like, what? I wonder what those three were gonna do because. Yeah, you, you, you're safe for three days, but then you know you have to go back to tribal council so and face these other people that you try to like blindside and they not gonna they're gonna be thinking like okay, you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go. So they those would be the three next biggest target. And I was thinking like, yeah, they're gonna go after those three because they really just put themselves out there. Like, yeah, we working together and I have the idol. <laughs> yeah, I'm not for sure it's the smartest move. Uh, obviously they're gonna be stronger and, and even with just the three of them, but it might be a smart move to also not appear to be so close and mm -hmm. to try to bring in some other, to try to gain some more knowledge uh, I'm still not for sure. I do think they have split up, but I, I was hoping there at the beginning that they were smart enough to try to get out and, and get some other seeds planted, but to still stay strong. You know, Evie, I think is kind of, uh, I think she was working the hardest to try to, you know, to go to other people and try to convince them that she was uh, not with Xander like she Xander. had been. Because they, they, they put all their marbles on the table in that tribal. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they, they definitely had, did. yeah, they had no choice but to try to recover from it. They did survive, and I'm glad they did. But uh, I, I kind of wish they still were a little bit more emotionally attached than I think that they are. Well, and I was just going to say real quick, I, I'm surprised because they didn't seem to really touch on it 
uh, the reactions of the other players, not in the three, what they thought about the three splitting up. Because to me, obviously yeah, those three are in, a, in between a rock and a hard place. But, you know, if I'm if I just stuck out my neck for my allies like Xander did and Tiffany did all for Evie, you know, and I'm Shan or Nasir or whoever, I'm like, y'all were loyal to a fall oh, yeah. two seconds ago. And now you're just flipping on them. You know, that's kind of a... It's kind of, perception is reality, and that's kind of a bad look. I kind of see what you're saying, Pete, where maybe the thought is, well, we're not as loyal, so maybe people won't stick us together as a three. But at this point, mm-hmm. the, they were they were so obviously a three and so obviously right. on the bottom. Even at the end of this episode, at they the still end, haven't mm-hmm. made much ground. They may as well have just stuck to their guns and stuck to the three instead of playing this, oh, I'm all in for myself game. So th- th- there was yep. a lot of routes they could have took. I mean, what's crazy to me is like on paper, this looks like it should be an easy thing. Like, oh, we duped everybody. We got out a blue. Like if this is old school Survivor and okay, Ua and Yasa team up together. Shan and Liana are already Black Girl Magic besties. So they have an alliance. There's no reason why they shouldn't want to work together. They already have these people or had these people on their side. And you have the numbers. You have that's six people right there. And and at this juncture, where else can they go? But that is definitely not what's going to happen. It's not happening. Uh, Tiffany had a quote this episode that I love. It was, I'm going to use whoever, whatever, whenever, whenever. or something like that. And I was Mm -hmm. like, where's, is this the same (laughs) Tiffany I've been watching? (laughs) (laughs) Not only that, Heather got her a confessional. I'm like, okay, girl, you you trying to get one? But um, her intake was like, "Whoa!" So my girl, she and Leanne gotta gotta either work their magic on the rest of the people too, cause they onto them like right on right, right. like yep. they onto them. So they need to really listen to the other members in the alliance so that it won't be all confusing for them and then they want to get them out before it's even time. They need to get out other people like Xander and, and you know, just other people. So Naomi, uh, since we're talking about Heather right now in the situation, what do you guys think of Heather making that push Right at the yep. end of the, literally after, usually when you're supposed to be sequestered, Heather's like, <laughs> I'm going to start playing the game. Day 16, people. Mm-hmm. I'm waking up. It was the she first time up. we saw. I was just going to say, I think it was the first time we saw Heather in any meat of the game. Um, exactly. I really think it's going to hurt her. I think it was a bad move. I think. It made drama for TV. I liked it, but I don't think it's going to help Heather's game at all. I think she uh, she did too. She did it too late. Too little. Too late. Too late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see I that. Think, I can see that. Yeah, I I think Modern Survivor. We've seen so much in these last few seasons with all these idols and advantages and so much talk mm-hmm. of I need a resume. You know, I did this and I did that to win the game. Mm-hmm. That that's just how it, the trend is going. Heather, you're seeing a lot from Heather. She hasn't really had to do much because she's been safe. No. Her tribe has been right. winning challenges. It, exactly. So her, think, her tribe been winning. Yeah. So I think Heather now is really feeling the pressure of, oh, shoot, 
if I do happen to make my way to the end of this game, what am I going to say? So I think Heather was kind of feeling like maybe I need to make my play now. And I, I'm glad she wanted to t- make a play. She needs to, I think, because I think she's very under the radar. I just don't think yeah. it, unfortunately, is going to work out for her. Right. I'm not sure she's under the radar today. No, not anymore. She was. That no. <laughs> they're going to be all, I can tell the next episode, they're going to be all on her. Yeah. I see her will be people. after her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She she better hope she doesn't come in just second place this time. And, 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 the, uh, right. <laughs> and, and she's and she's an easy vote. Like, that could be mm-hmm. somebody that you would want to, like, okay, if you want to throw your vote on that person, she really ain't. But I would want to keep her because I know I can beat her in right. some of the challenges. And I, so I, it's I, like, I, uh, and, it, and we still have hope that Abby, Liana, uh, uh, Xander, and Shan and Ricard will finally get together. There's still hope for that, I think, Kirk. They, they, <laughs> if they should try and pull in Erica as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Erica's kind of yeah. on the apps on her little tribe. I mean, yeah. for sure. The move she made, true. I was thinking the move she had made um, the last episode, mm-hmm. um, I was thinking that she would be the one that they wanted to target. They've forgotten it. But They've they got her. Yeah. So they if I was her, that. if I was her, I would be sliding in there and be like, okay, what you doing? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or I just sit back and just chill. Yeah. Because that's what she needs to do. Just sit back and chill. Let everybody come to her and be like, look, we need yep. your vote. She's going to be a swing vote mm-hmm. either way. You well, know what I'm saying? I, I think so, you're exactly right, Tamika. I think that, of course, we didn't see a lot of Erica tonight, no. but um, I, I think that's probably what she's trying to do. She's probably trying to be that lay low, come to me, you know, I'm a free agent type of player. And I hope it works for mm-hmm. her. I do like Erica. Mm-hmm. But tonight it seemed to be more about to me, Evie, Liana, and Shan and their oh, strategies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ab- and they all are right. doing pretty amazing. Like Evie, she 